0: Well, welcome everyone to a very special free teleconference tonight. Uh, We have a very special guest, Monk Virginia Shapen, chef. So our teleclass tonight was all surrounded about Mary, our Blessed Mother, and most people have an affinity towards her, regardless of I call it what religion or sect that we are, uh, just because a mother's love. I think, is much greater than anything else we could experience besides God himself. So tonight, Virginia and I are going to dive a little deeper in her messages, but also her experiences that we've had. And hopefully your heart will be touched in a greater capacity to hold more love, because ultimately that's our goal or our invitation to go deeper with God and with Mary. And like any tradition within Celebrating Life, our services, we like to open up the prayer. So can I ask Virginia uh, to open up a prayer tonight?
1: I would be happy to, Padre. So for a moment, before we begin, if everyone could just place their hand on their heart to just come into their stillness within themselves. Tonight on this hour, we're going to have some time with the Blessed Mother who loves us so dearly. And this is a soul connection. This is a connection that is beyond any of our external world. So as we place on our, our hand on our heart and we come into stillness with her, we are honoring her. So tonight we honor the Blessed Mother who gave birth to the eternal light, who is the mother of all of us from all cultures and, and all nations on the earth. She is our Holy Mother, the Queen of Peace whose mission in Medjugorje is to bring peace to the world. This peace is a peace not only of nations and of countries and people, but more importantly, an internal peace born of love. For the Blessed Mother loves gently into our hearts, and through love brings us to God, who is love. And she helps us understand that God is within us and within everything. She is the holy light. She peers in light, surrounded by angels. She's crowned with 12 stars around her head. And her smile and radiance is celestial. She is the queen of the celestial court. She is our holy mother, She is the holy love that is described by the visionaries as pure love. Her beauty is indescribable because she is radiant in love. Tonight, may her love and her holy light enter so ever gently into each of our hearts and open them so lovingly to ourselves and to God. She is our bridge between heaven and earth. It gives us hope and inspires faith and courage in all of us and stirs our souls with stillness and peace. We are so grateful this evening for her mission in Medjugorje and the extraordinary beauty and holiness that this sacred place has gifted to all of us. Our Blessed Mother has been stirring and has been calling us and calling you. Padre and I have been feeling this for quite a while. So more than our words, her presence is near. And you, tonight, who she has called, have responded. A call that may be different for each of you, but the mother is the same. Her holy presence will guide you and restore you. And as she said to Mariana in Medjugorje just eight weeks ago, I as a mother am coming to you through love. To help you come to know true love. To come to know my son. This is why I am calling you. Always anew. To thirst all the more for love, faith, and
0: hope. Love each other. Amen. It's that still, small voice that invites us in to the heart of the Father, the heart of the Mother. And that's Our Lady's voice, a still, small voice. And as we read in the Scriptures, Mary says about Jesus, do whatever He tells us to do. And it's Mary's intention to be the Mother, to kind of like to lead us into grace, lead us to that place where our hearts get full of mercy, of kindness, of healing, of, of resurrection power. And a mother knows how to lead their child to goodness. So let's just celebrate Mary. Now let's just celebrate her presence as Kathy continues.
2: Amen, amen. Ave Maria Ave
0: Ave
2: Ave Maria Ave 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 Maria Ave, ave. ave, Maria. ave. You
0: know, just when we hear these songs, these chants, there's something that stirs in our heart about her presence. That we know it, even though we might not have responded to it in the past but it's present here on this call. That presence is filling your home, filling your heart. And maybe some of you might even be crying right now. It's just the sensitivity of the spirit that's really leading us to a place of, I call it, holiness, holiness, an encounter with our Blessed Mother, or the many saints, the sages, Jesus, or the archangels we just say thank you, God, for your living presence. Thank you, Mary, for bringing through Jesus, the Son of a living God. And we just say thank you for your presence in all our lives as we celebrate you tonight. Amen. Thank you, Kathy. I just kind of want to stand as presence. It's, I mean, it's here. It's palatable. I believe you feel the same way, Virginia.
2: Yes, That's in I your do. own
0: prayer in the beginning. I mean, whenever I can talk about our Blessed Mother, my whole being kind of lights up. And and then studying her messages doesn't always have to come from Medjugorje, but they're the most recent in a sense. We get words from heaven, and it's like, why would not that not change our hearts towards the divine, towards heaven? And to me, this we're living in a. a, a Living pandemic right now, and to apply these principles that Mary has already sent forth on her monthly messages to the world really does acknowledge that we do need a mother. We need a father that would lead us in these places that we sometimes get fearful of. We question what's going to happen in our lives. So to me, we automatic our spirits automatically grow towards a mother's wisdom, a father's wisdom. So, what have you found in your own walk with Mary, even in preparation for tonight, Virginia? What has maybe set your heart aflame? My heart, like yours, becomes
1: a flame, Padre, every time I start thinking about the Blessed Mother or I read her words. There's something about mm-hmm. it that stirs the love in my heart. And I, and like you, I was reading many of the messages that she left and is still leaving this past week. And so many of the words are just so helpful. But the piece I think that moves me right now in this moment is how patient our mother is with us. And yes. if you I look at my own journey, and I know it's a journey of extraordinary patience on her part. When I look back at it, the, all the little signs were there all along that she was calling. It just took a long time for me to be able to turn towards her Completely. Mm. But if you think of the messages that she has given, they've been going on now for almost 40 years. She has been yes. giving us messages almost every day that are that let people know that she loves us, that she is teaching us how to turn towards God, how to let the love in our heart open our hearts so that we can experience God within our heart and know that God is everywhere. No matter what your faith tradition is, God is everywhere, and she teaches us this so gently and so softly and so patiently, repeating like a good mother, same words over and over again until (laughs) we really one day can hear them and go, "Oh, oh my gosh, it just went in me." (laughs) What she just said. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I'm. And I, you know, the, the first time, Padre, that I ever really truly encountered an experience with a blessed mother was back in 1998. And who knows how long she'd been calling me and creating mm. magic in my life that I wasn't aware of. But in this particular moment, I was in a bookstore and I was buying a gift for a friend who was dying of cancer. She was one of my closest friends. So I'm looking for wow. a book. I'm looking, you know, it's like an esoteric bookstore and I'm looking for something sweet. And this little statue of Mary, and it was two inches high, it was sitting in a little cabinet. And I looked at it and I just was it was like an electric current went through my heart. And I just went, Oh my goodness. I I just was stunned and I wow. kept moving around the bookstore looking for a book. And then finally I just was called back to the little statue and I ended up buying the statue for my friend, even though I never knew if that was her tradition or anything about it. I bought mm. this little statue. And when I went to the hospital to see her, the next day, I said, I brought you something. And I opened up my palm, and there was this little two-inch statue of Mary. And she opened up her palm, and there was a two-inch statue of Mary in her palm. <laughs> it
0: was the only thing she
1: brought in. And that's, All that that's is. when I knew the,
0: wow. the blessing mother
1: is calling. And wow. so the second time in this piece, I really want to share with people so that they can feel tonight that presence in your heart. The second time I felt that same kind of thing was six years later when I went to the casa with you and Ron. And there were 111 of us that went. And yeah. I went up to the, to the you know, to the casa, the grounds. And there outside the bathroom, of all places, was a beautiful <laughs> picture of Mary standing on a snake. And I yeah. just looked at this picture. I don't know if you remember it. I looked at this picture and that same electric current went through me. And I was riveting. And And from that moment, I was in love with her. And mm. we went into current, and it's my first time in current. And I'm sitting there in the first current room, and I'm having the same probably experiences that many people do in the beginning, where my mind is being tortured by everything that's coming up. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh my goodness, this is
2: not
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> what I should yeah. be thinking about here to clear people. <laughs> it's terrible. <You> know? <laughs> I suffered through that for about three sessions and went, I have to change the channel. I mean, this is... So I thought of that picture of the Blessed Mother. And I'm just going to look at her.
2: If I just look at
1: her, I know that nothing, no harm can come to anyone who's passing in front of me. Because she's there. And they're passing Mm. in front of her. So that's all I did was look at her. I... And it wasn't like I was looking at the picture. I was looking at her. I could see her. And I was riveted. And I was, it was mesmerizing. And I just looked at her. And I did that for 16 years. I just looked Mm -hmm. at her. There was no, I never asked her for anything. There wasn't any prayer. There was, I just looked at her. And I was in love. And once in a while, when I'd feel myself slipping, I'd pray the rosary, and then I'd come right back to, to her. And what the visionary yeah. said, and what the visionary said, that she said to them, that I want to share with everyone on the line tonight, because we all don't see her. And it's not like I'm like the, I can't see her like the visionaries do. I see her in, right. in, in my heart in some way. And Vixa, shared with her knowledge, she's one of the visionaries in Medjugorje, and her knowledge of the Blessed Mother and how you can come to see her. And that she's always sending us peace and inviting us to have courage and strengthening us in our courage and calling us to come back to God. But she says that if you pray with your heart, you too will be able to experience her presence. And that the Blessed Mother has said to her that if we pray with our hearts, this experience of her presence, as well as the presence of God in our life, is possible. And Vixa says that during the time the Blessed Mother appears to me, she sees her with her eyes. The rest of the time, she experiences her presence through prayer with the heart. She feels her inner heart. And most mm. people on earth don't see with her eyes, but they may see her with their hearts. And so this is why the Blessed Mother also is always inviting us to learn to pray with our hearts because all of us can experience her presence with the eyes of faith. And that is why she asks us to open our hearts so that we may experience her and ultimately experience God and her and mm. Christ, her son.
0: You and so eloquently right. experienced that, my friend. Virginia, when you were talking, and you know, of course I'm there, just feeling Mary's yeah. presence and the invitation to come near. And I really believe on this call tonight, it is an invitation. It's like, come to Medjugorje with us. That would be my uh, greatest gift I could get everyone on the teleclass tonight is come to Medjugorje with us or allow Mary to come to you tonight. I really believe this month is going to evolve into some spectacular miracles in people's lives because of the heavenly encounter they're going to experience. Because the whole role of Mary is to introduce us to the God who loves us unconditionally, the God of mercy. God of kindness, the God of miracles. And do we need miracles today? Yes, we do. We have a lot of fear out there in the world inside of our own selves. But it's, if you know, you know, especially when we were young, and maybe older too, we had an illness or a hurt or a boo-boo, we ran to mom. And mom was the one who cared for us and settled us down or patched us up, whatever it might be. But it was just the mother's love that you were secure in, in the compassion, the mercy and just the love that you matter to your mom, to your dad, you do. And so, just by your description, Virginia, just pulled me in to the heart of the mother. Growing up Catholic, and Mary was a big part of our German Catholic family, my parents always taught us to pray the rosary after supper. We called it supper, you know, and, and it was just a tradition that we did. And it wasn't my favorite thing to do. I mean, we all, as kids, argued. We really didn't want to, but we obeyed our parents. And our actually my dad's parents, or my grandparents, actually created what is called a grotto where our, it's a stone monument where our Blessed Mother, the statue, could be outside for our, our local farming community. And so growing up Catholic and being in a Catholic school, we always had made devotions to Mary. And so going to that grotto there was an affinity because my grandparents got this statue from Italy and brought it over here to the United States so it could be, Mary could be honored in our community. And so there was this affinity. And, of course, I was born May 13th on Fatima, the Feast of Fatima. Oh, yeah. So I oh, always okay. had this affinity. But it wasn't until Medjugorje came along that I heard that she's actually appearing. And it only took me a month later, and I was in Medjugorje with my parents. So that experience alone, it just it set a fire to my soul. And that inner it's always, I had a yearning, I had an infinity. But when that flame of the Holy Spirit took over, it, now it's a passion. You know, I want to talk about Mary to anybody I can, or have them encounter her, and many of you will tonight on the phone call. And afterwards, whether you're listening to it later, or you're just starting a devotion because Mary's really calling us to prayer. And that might sound so repetitive, but it's not when you catch the gift, when you catch the the heart of the Father, the heart of the Mother, that just wants to love on us. And trust me, I want to be loved just like you. And I want to be loved every single day, knowing that I'm cherished by God. So Mary does that in such a spectacular way. So Padre,
1: I'm so happy that you shared that story. Because that is another story of patience that Mary had. Look, look perhaps at how oh, long yeah. ago she started I never made working the connection. No.
2: <laughs> Prayer in
1: the family, wow. praying the rosary. There was a little grotto there that you had a statue that your family had brought. But yeah. you were praying at an early age to the Blessed Mother. And then, of course, mm-hmm. when Medjugorje came alive, you were there within a month. I was alive. Lo- yeah. I came, went to Medjugorje. As soon as Bob and Diana put a rosary in my hands, I was there, and a flame of love for her. But look how look how patient she was with you, and look at the formation of who you became. That's when I look at the miracle of Mary. I look at how she forms us and how she helps us each tiny step along the way to become what our mission is, to become how we can serve her, or serve her son, or serve, yeah. serve God. And she yeah. forms us for years and years and years without us even necessarily being aware of it until we look back and we go, oh my goodness, oh, wow, I, I had forgotten that, oh, yeah, or I didn't realize that. And many people on this line tonight yeah. can look back and they know... Oh, she started, she started working with me way back. I had my first moment with her.
0: You know, and like then, many of us, and I'm really picking that up on the phone tonight, is maybe it was your mother, your grandmother, that you remember them praying the rosary, or maybe trying to teach you how to pray the rosary. Or if you're, maybe it's the first time you're hearing about Mary, but something is tugging at your heart. Um, we were all, I call it divinely set up. It just dawned on me, too, tonight, Virginia, when you were sharing your story, last week we would have had our, our April retreat, and you were going to be one of the speakers, and you were going to be talking about Mary, and here we get to hear from you tonight. So there is no coincidence that this message of Mother's love is really is profound, and it keeps drawing us into this well, this deep well of love. But, you know, yeah. the, you've had many encounters in but. Like yes. Yeah. I love to hear those stories because it's always about being in remembrance. We had our teleclass with Bob Bearden and Dana Duryea, and it was about being in remembrance. And this applies to even this call tonight. Is maybe that? it's when you maybe made your first communion, a sacrament in your church, or you just had, you were walking outside and, and you just felt this love come over you. Well, hopefully, we're just adding more language to your experience. At our blessed mother is calling us to a deeper walk
1: yeah she's calling us to a deeper walk and at the same time she always gives us gives us a choice about whether we wish yeah. to say yes or not so she's she's yeah. very gentle in her calling so we have a we have a opportunity within ourselves to choose how we wish to respond and it's in that response that we find when we say yes that our world opens up because she then she then graces us with whatever we might need to be able to fulfill that. And one of the things that I was moved by was Mariana when I was reading back into some of the earlier the earlier mm. experiences visionaries have. Just yeah. like we're talking about remembrance, I went I went back to some of the earlier ones, the first 90. You did too. Yeah. You <laughs> did.
2: Oh, my gosh. He did
0: still do. working with us. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I oh, was thinking, I hope oh, Virginia doesn't talk gosh, about this. We're doing the same thing. Okay, well,
1: you'll fill in the <laughs> ones that I I forget. And I'll do the same for you.
2: It's just the bottom <laughs> of
1: all oh, well, one, oh, one of the things I was really moved by that pertains, I think, to this time that we're in in our world is that when Mariana had her experience in the late 80s when the Blessed Mother came to her and told her in that time the 10th secret, but also told her she would not be coming to see her every day, which was devastating for her. But what the message was that day was for Mariana to know that she, she was loved and she had fulfilled that part of her message, but to have courage. And three times the Blessed Mother in that message, said, be courageous. And she did come to him her over the years to help her have courage, to have courage to hold the secrets, to have courage to continue to walk with her messages, to live her messages, to be that pure channel she could for what those messages were. And the Blessed Mother, three times in that, last message to her about not coming to see her every day Use the words, be courageous and have courage, and I will give you strength. And she has said to many of the other visionaries to pray for courage or to seek her when you need help or seek her when you need strength in faith, that she will come and she will help you. And so I think right now we're being called on to have courage. And so this is something that we can also call on the Blessed Mother. She will come and help us and strengthen
0: us in our faith. Strengthen us in our hope. Strengthen us in our love. Isn't that the, the, really the message, Virginia? The, the message is actually very simple. When you mentioned about Mary asking us to pray for her, doesn't that just kind of rattle to your mind? It's like, why would she do yeah. our prayers? But yeah. there's yeah. connection with the child and the mother. And case in point, we all had parents, or maybe we'll have parents that will age, and eventually they'll need our help in caring for them, even in a physical way, until they transcend. So it is about this giving and taking. And Mary, so beautiful at that invitation to come and serve, but the simplicity of her message is so profound. And you know, one of the it's always about because Mary is her message is about the peace the peace of God and she, Our Lady yeah. of peace in Medjugorje. and it's like that that peace really starts or begins or activated in our hearts because it's just like you going into Brazil with the going to meditation and our minds running. sometimes when we I'm a church goer, so sometimes it takes our brain to stop thinking and actually tap into our hearts so we can begin to pray or to begin to meditate, or just settle down so we can actually feel what's around us. But I remember going to Medjugorje, and that's one thing that really has always been profound, and and one of the reasons why I want to go back, which we're going back in March next year, is the the idea of that peace. There's something, it's so tangible, that it's not just in the church or community, up on the mountain, it's in the restaurants, it's everywhere, it's tangible. And it's like, wouldn't you just want to be in that vacuum of love continually? And once we carry it in our heart, we carry it back Because the whole message is, you receive it, now give it away. And we have to practice it here. And so as we're doing this tonight about talking about the love of God, the favor of God, the blessings that Our Lady intercedes for us, it's really that challenge of trusting the simplicity of the message my encounter in Gore, which were so many, I remember one of the first ones that I, even though I could feel the presence confession, was always one of those things. And as a Catholic, we're, we're taught that. Well, maybe that's not your tradition, but it's, the scripture says to confess to one another that you might be set free. So really about just being honest with the heart. And so when you can clean your soul by just telling all those errors that we've made in our lives, and having a loving visual as it represents as a priest, but it doesn't have to be a priest, could be your best friend. That David look into your eyes and says, God loves you and God blesses you and God forgives you. And that encounter of the Most High. Mary helps us position us to greater opportunities to love, to let go, to forgive. And if we follow the mother's heart, we'll trust our mother to go where she asks us to go and it will connect us to the encounter of the Most High God. And to me, that's what confession was one of those simple things, but yet it lifted my soul so much that I could just be open to the miraculous all around us. And I remember probably the first or second day there in Medjugorje way back in 1984, where they had the miracle of the sun. And my dad saw it, and we and my mom and dad, or my mom and I both looked, we all three of us could see the spinning of the sun. And, and the natural can't happen because it'll burn your cornea of your eye. But we could just stare at it. And it was so beautiful. And it's like a simple little gesture like that, even though it might be monumental for others, but it, the simplicity is how much God loves us by giving us a sign. But like Virginia, like Kathy, like myself, we represent the Godhead, we represent Mary. And it's like, and our, our love for Yeshua, that that divine light should be, should be heard, should be felt when we're talking or when we're in prayer, because that just illuminates. It just spreads like, like virus, so to speak, but it has power to change our lives. And to me, that's why our prayers tonight, there's a presence that comes through this. And just as it is tonight, because we're honoring a devotion a love for Mary, a love for her son, Yeshua. And to me, that transcends time and space. I love that you
1: brought up all of that, Padre, the the peacefulness of the fragrance of majigore, the holiness of it. There's nothing like coming into that valley. And you just feel the presence everywhere, everywhere Mm -hmm. around you, the holiness and that peacefulness. And that you also brought up the the miracle of the sun and what can happen there. It just encourages you to strengthen your faith. One of the things that I that I read about as well was back in 1981 when she first started appearing. And this was only about four months, four or five months after she first appeared. That up on Apparition Hill, where she first was seen, there was an unusual fire that occurred there.
2: Yeah. And yeah, the
1: fire yeah. burned without consuming anything. And hundreds yeah. and hundreds of people saw it. And into that evening, later that evening, our lady said to the visionaries, the fire, this is what she said, the fire seen by the faithful was of supernatural character. It is one of the signs, mm-hmm. a forerunner of the great sign. All of these signs are designed to strengthen your faith until I leave you the visible and permanent sign. Go in peace. Wow. So I think that we've all had these experiences at home, but also they happen abundantly in Medjugorje, where you have these supernatural experiences that just alter your heart. They just open your heart, and you know you're not alone. She's there with you. She's always been there with you. And... I think that sometimes we see it in terms of the miracle of the sun. I had my one experience that when I was there on my second trip that I went, which was just six months after my first trip, because I <laughs> wanted to go back right away.
2: <laughs> I think you know about that kind of feeling. <laughs> I, I
0: know, yes. Right? Yes. How many yes. times have you been I used to go <laughs> twice a year. Yeah I, mean, yeah, I used to go twice a year. Yeah,
1: yeah I had to go back. And, you know, oh. and I had that experience where... And Rick was on this trip with me as well. He had his own experiences. We We were listening to this wonderful priest talking who had been on Apparition Hill when the first apparitions happened and had seen the Blessed Mother. And it was so extraordinary and it was so profound for him. He became a priest. In that moment, he committed his life to becoming a priest. And he was speaking and he was riveting. But during during the talk I'm getting more and more tired. I'm getting that like casa like tired where you feel like you're having a you know, an <laughs> intervention or something and you're just yeah.
2: you know
1: Oh my gosh, I'm being so disrespectful. You know, I'm you know, I'm asleep. Totally <laughs> and I knew yeah. I have to go back to my little posada and go to bed. I just <laughs> so the rest of the group went off to go have lunch and I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna just go back and I'm going to go back to the Posada. And it was, what, about a mile away? With apparition Hill. Yeah. The, I mean, it's about a mile walk through the little yeah, grapevine. Yeah, office. It it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. It's a little dirt paths. <laughs> it's really sweet. Yeah. And I'm walking. Right. I'm, oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm walking along. And all of a sudden, I hear this voice. And it says to me, go straight ahead to Zeke's house. And up ahead of me was a fork in the road, a little path. And oh, I didn't yeah. know Viks house was. I didn't know where she lived. She's one of the visionaries. I didn't, know, I didn't know where she lived, but I, I just went, okay, I, I'm not going to veer off and go to the right to the fusada. I'm going to take this path I've never been on before, and I'm going to walk yeah. straight ahead. And I did, and I, I came up the little hill. After about 10 minutes, I came up the little hill, and oh my gosh, there was Vixa standing in front of her house, which I came to learn wow. was her first house. It's now a museum, but it was her first house and where she used to have yeah. the visitation to the Blessed Mother. And she was standing there and there was no one around her, which was a miracle. There were two people yeah. standing there. There
0: were hundreds of people around her. Right. And I walked yeah.
1: I walked straight up to her and fell on my knees in front of her and she blessed my head. She put oh her hands gosh. on my head and she blessed my head.
2: Wow. And my
1: head came alive. And I looked at her and just thanked her so much. I didn't say any really words to her other than thank you, thank you. You know, I and I stumbled wow. my way back to the posada, and everything was swirling. Everything was awake. Everything was. I was no longer tired. Everything was alive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, for sure.
2: Know,
1: and I, you know, that's a great example of how the mother can gently just mm-hmm. call you, or whoever it was that was calling me, whoever that voice yeah. was. I don't know. That's was it my guardian amazing. angel? Was it the Holy Spirit? Was it? I I don't right. know. But I had a miracle there in in Medjugorje, and that miracle changed my life. And it deepened wow. my faith, it, profoundly. And, and from then on, I look at that moment, I sort of mark that moment, and I go, that was the moment I felt like I Something happened and I received something inside myself that, that, like we can tonight on the phone, it can happen in the most unexpected ways, where you feel her calling you, or you feel someone, your guardian angel calling you to lead you to her. We don't know how it works, but that something happens inside of you that gives you this incredible peace within you, and it anchors you in God, and that can happen for everyone. And it happens, I think, in all of our own unique ways that she comes to us. Mm. One of the things that I loved that Jacob said, he's one of the visionaries, he was just a little boy at 10 years old when he first started seeing her. He's a very profound young man now. And he said something that I really loved, and that was that the baby can't always see the mother, but the mother always sees the baby.
2: Mm. And so
1: we are the baby. We are the children. She always sees us. She always Mm. knows what we need and where we are and guides us so gently. Just like tonight, she sees everyone who's on this call.
0: And she will touch your heart. Wow. You know, I'm really getting guidance to just to invite people. Maybe you don't have a strong relationship with our Blessed Mother. I don't know if you have a picture of her or maybe a statue of her. But during the month, would you, I call it honor her by, I call it a devotion, whether it's praying a Hail Mary, or just speaking to her, or putting flowers by her picture, by her statue, whatever that might be, because it's it's, when we give devotion, when we give honor to someone who has gone before us in remembrance, but Mary is also an intercessor, so she hears the child's heart. So to me, i got... Two dozen roses by two statues that I have with me, candles lit just in preparation for tonight. But it's this honoring that goes on. And I remember it was in May and this was back in the 80s. I remember working at a steel factory and I worked the second shift and I came home around 11 o'clock. And prior to that, prior in the afternoon, I had my devotion to Mary and I and had a little statue with flowers, and I lit a candle. And at the, usually I don't leave the house for, with an open candle, but I secured it. So I figured, well, if it melts down, it's not going to harm anything. So I leave for work, and when I come back, the most amazing thing that I've never experienced that before in my life was I opened the door, and there was such a presence in the room that it actually pushed me It was so heavy it pushed me to the floor. And I could barely breathe oh. now. From oh. I didn't oh, know what God. I encountered, but I know what I do have now. I mean, previously, it's called the glory of God just filled my place, and if for an hour it was the weightiness of God, and I I attribute that to the devotion I had prior to I left for work. So there's power in honor. There's power in remembrance. So I just want to activate that in your life for those listening on this call, and maybe it's two years, three years from now, it's still effective because Mary's available. God is available. The Holy Spirit is available to take us to that another step because, like Mary, she says do whatever Jesus says. She's pointing the way. The Holy Spirit's role is to reveal Jesus, and Jesus' role is to reveal the Father. So can you see how interconnected we are? And so... If I'm blessed, I can bless you. Virginia's blessed, she can bless you and be. So it is about giving honor, but also giving it away. So I really sense the Holy Spirit wants to do her work here just by stirring your hearts in that capacity throughout this month. And email us when you have these encounters because the more we share those, the more other people can encounter them themselves. One of the things that always I'd been to Medjugorje 16 or 17 times, and early in the 80s, when it was still very rural, church was the same, but the environment now has changed because it almost 30, 40 million people have traveled there, but it was very simple, it still is in my world, but I remember always bumping into one of the visionaries every time that I went, and I got to shake their hand. All I needed was a shaking of a hand, and we could see eye to eye, especially Ivan, that was one of my favorites, in yeah. a sense. Uh, we always seen each other, and that alone just stirred my heart to just to know Mary more, because like the, all the visionaries, they're human beings like you and I. They have, they're married, they have children, um, now they have grandchildren. It's all about living life to the fullest, but with God involved. In it. So, right. you know, like this evening's call, there is a, there's something that is being cherished right now, and I believe our Blessed Mother is pouring out her gifting. As much as she loves, it's just beyond our world. That it can actually change your physical world. And money can come your way. A lot of people are out of a job because of this pandemic. And But nothing is impossible with that. And that's what she came to realize uh, and to actually gift us with. We can live with the heart. Father Flacco, he was one of the beautiful priest in Veggie for many years when I went. And he was always, a lot of people didn't, he could be very straightforward <laughs> with the message. And it could have came across very hard in a sense. But the passion he had for Our Lady and was Jesus love was amazing. Oh, my God, yes. And I cherish those because, like all of us, we can kind of, well, I don't really need to do this, and I don't have to give up that. <laughs> but when someone just speaks directly, <laughs> like the power of God, it's right there. We take a second thought and go, you know, maybe I should deal with that. Maybe I should deal with my right. anger. It's all those things that are my hatred for other people, whatever it might be.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the tenderness try of Mary seems
0: to open our hearts.
1: Yes, Father Slavko, he was, he, he was such a special being. And his words are so profound when you read them his understanding yeah. of her messages. But he was very true to the core. And he would cause yeah. you, reflect again, and go, oh, I, I need to step it up a little
2: bit.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I think one of the reasons I love being around the visionaries so much is they lead such, they're such, as you said, they're human beings just like us. They lead very yes. simple lives. And they're extremely yeah. humble. So when you look in their eyes, they're just you can tell that they have just, they're, they're living the simplicity of her messages and their examples of how they are living and how they, who they are, who they've grown into. With her gentle guidance, she's helped them. They admit it. She has helped them with her patience the whole, t- the whole way. You can see the love of Mary coming through them.
0: You can yeah. feel it. You can see it in their eyes. Virginia, don't you know? I'm looking back on Medjugorje and especially the first couple years that these apparitions had taken place. And at first, the parents didn't believe the kids, the priests didn't believe the kids, you know, and the persistency of just staying the course. It takes it supernatural to do that because in the natural, we'll give up, we'll go hide. And so the endurance that they had to go and still do because of. What the church asks them to do or not to do, because they're still because honoring the church is our mother in a sense, so still honoring what the church is saying, but yet following what the graces of Mary and Yeshua is teaching them. It's not an easy life, but but the fruit of them obeying, using that word, to listening to the Spirit to Mary is guiding them, and so. Even in their own like Vicca, each of the visionaries has a special intention, use that word, for the world. And wasn't what's Vicka's intention? Her was she's, it for the she's sick? A heal. She's a healing. For the healing for the sick, yes. Yeah. And so and, and, it, and it, Ivan that holy encounter you had with her really kind yeah. of for me prove that as a matter of fact. That that was her charism. And whether it's the Holy Spirit, Mary that led you there, but She knew what to do. The sheep are coming to the shepherd, and all of a sudden, the the grace is poured forth. Now, what is Mariana's gift?
1: Mariana prays for the unbelievers, and how that's described is just those that have not yet come to know the love of God.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. And she's, I mean, Uh, she radiates that love. Oh, yes, she does.
1: So they all have these beautiful, simple lives, but they have a mission that you can feel that the Blessed Mother is gracing them with constantly to help them to be able to fulfill that. And one very simple way is that when you sit with them, which you, you have and I have, and I think many other yes. people on this call have also, and they, they end up answering these questions that you know they've been asked, I mean, a thousand <laughs> of times. Time. Yeah. But they answer it like, each time, like it's the first time they were ever asked this question. Like, yeah. what does a Blessed Mother look like? You know?
2: yeah. And
1: they answer the question yeah. as if it's the first time, repeatedly again and mm. again and again. And, and this is like a, a supernatural strength that they have and grace that they have and peace that the Blessed Mother clearly has helped them to be able to accomplish the mission she has asked them to do, which they said yes to. They needed to say yes, which they did. Mm. And she's helping them do it. Right. And so when something that simple like answering a question, if she can do that for them and create such a momentous outcome for 40 years to be questioned constantly by people who may love you, but also people who may be wanting to trap you in some way. But to answer right. the questions repeatedly think of what she can also do with our lives, with the simplest things mm. in our lives, and help us each wow. day to be able to accomplish whatever that is that's set in front of us that she's asking us to do. She can give us the strength. That's so
0: beautiful, Virginia, being led into our prayer time. And what I'm reminded of, we all have our differences. We can Maybe it's a difference in religion. Maybe it's a difference in politics. Maybe it's a difference in our choices, let's put it that way. And sometimes it's just hard to love the other side if there is such a thing as the other side of, a, of, a, of an opinion. The, the grace is from Medjugorje, love one another, as I have loved you. It's about going back to the cross, going back to what Jesus came here to earth to connect heaven to earth. And for me, sometimes I can say, I can't do that. It's, like, it's too hard. And only because it's it's natural, we're in the natural. We need supernatural power, we need supernatural grace to do it. And through Mary's intercession, through the power of the Holy Spirit, when we start to quote die or let go and say, I don't know how to do this, Lord, you do it. And so now, like Mary, she says surrender. So whatever situation you're dealing with today or tomorrow or next week or last month, last year that we never learned how to let go of or forgive, this would be the perfect opportunity to allow our Blessed Mother to lead us to that path, to that place of refuge, kindness, of the mercy of God. And I sense Mary and the angels are already leading you. So as you place a hand on your heart, you can feel the heartbeat of heaven. Mary's grace that's coming through this call right now. We allow her presence to fill us to pour living water of her son, Jesus, into our temple, our sanctuary. I thank you, O Lord, our God, for this gift of our lady and all the angels and saints. Take us back home again. Help us to remember again how much we're loved and teach us how to love again. Not in my own power, heaven's power. I thank you, God, for your living presence. Mary, most holy, come. Be our comforter. Show us the way.
2: Show us the way
0: to love let this divine grace pour right now. Many of you are crying right now, for you feel her presence. As we light the candle within us, let this light now begin to grow and expand
2: as we then become the gift to one another.
0: Thank you, Jesus, for your love. Thank you, Jesus, for your help. Thank you, Jesus, for our recovery of every sickness, every disease, your son Jesus promised to he heal the sick. So in the name of Jesus, I cast out any, every disease in the body. Cancer be gone, diabetes be gone, virus be gone, fever be gone, broken bone heal, restore, Eyes be healed, ears, open. I think that the fragrance of heaven, that the fragrance of heaven now begin to invade our hearts and our homes. Our sanctuary. As we honor you, O Lord our God, the power of the cross, through the name of Jesus, through the great intercessors, our Blessed Mother, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. May each of you be embraced by Our Lady's love
2: as we honor her tonight.
0: Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Mary. We love you. We praise you. We thank
2: you. How I Love You How I Love You How I Love You How I Love You How I Love You
0: Thank you, God, for your living presence. Thank you, Virginia, for being on the call. Thank you, Kathy, for being on the call tonight. May we honor our blessed mother by what we say and how we pray and accept one another. Go in the peace
2: of the soul of God. Namaste. Namaste.
0: Thank
1: you, Padre.